Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by NetApp and MX Group. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in this episode, we'll explore key practices and considerations officials in the incoming Biden administration should keep in mind in advancing the productive use and management of federal data. Our guests today include Jessica Parks, market intelligence analyst at Imix Group, a leading government sector IT distributor providing market intelligence and solutions to more than 300 manufacturers and 1,200 solutions providers serving the public sector. Jessica, thanks for joining us and welcome to the program. Thanks. Great to be here. And also joining us is Kristen Verderami, Vice President of Government Relations at NetApp, an industry-leading provider of cloud data services, storage systems, and software. Kristen has many years of experience providing strategic direction and legal counsel for a variety of companies, including Booz Allen Hamilton, the British American Business Council, and FireEye, among others, before joining NetApp. Kristen, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Wyatt. Well, as the federal government transitions to a new administration, one initiative that's expected to stay the course is the federal data strategy, a set of principles, practices, and action steps to make more productive use of federal data. But how agencies choose to manage their data resources is still a work in progress. Jessica, let's start by asking, how would you describe the progress that agencies have generally made in embracing the 40-some-odd practices and implementing the 20 various action plans outlined in the federal data strategy? From a bird's eye view, I think we're definitely seeing consistent forward progress on achieving those points in the strategy. That doesn't mean, of course, that there aren't still many challenges, but agencies recognize that data sharing and management are fundamentally important concepts and are addressing those accordingly with top-down and bottom-up approaches. Of course, first on a high level, at this point, most agencies have established a chief data officer role to drive those efforts in ways that make sense for their individual mission OMB also introduced a data reskilling pilot program last August to develop data literacy within the federal workforce. And hopefully we see uh, many agencies taking advantage of that in the future. And on a more granular level, we also see agencies acquiring technology that helps them work with their data in more innovative and efficient ways. Kristen, you work with many federal agencies. How would you characterize the kinds of gains that agencies have made in advancing their data management practices? And can you point to any specific examples where agencies have made some real notable progress? Sure. Well, from our work with agencies, we've observed that those with successful strategies actually view the data they hold as a strategic asset. They start kind of as a top-down approach, as was described, from what is the actual asset that we have, the data itself, and how best to exploit the asset to further their specific mission. Then they work to ensure they have the right infrastructure and technology to execute. So VA is a great example. They have a tremendous amount of data on the nation's veterans. The data that it holds could be useful for a whole host of applications within and without the agencies, for example, DOD writ large, for use in AI or many other purposes. However, this strategic asset is sensitive and has to be treated appropriately, has to be held securely and protected. I think what we've seen is agencies have been pushed to the cloud for a long time now. And with COVID, in some cases, they were forced to move even faster because of the move to near universal telework on a very short time frame. Therefore, I think the agencies who've made strides in this regard have realized that flexibility in the foundation of their data infrastructure is critical. 
Sometimes it helps to start out in the kiddie pool rather than going straight to the ocean. But uh, with COVID, some agencies were forced fully into the cloud without having time to think through their larger data strategies. And in addition, I think we've seen a lot of agencies come to realize more and more that the cloud is great for some things, but it's not great for everything. For example, when you need to use data on a highly transactional basis, then having your data on-prem is actually preferable due to speed and price. And then I think the last point I would make, Wyatt, is that this year we also have seen a significant increase in ransomware, more so in COVID than before, even though it was ramping up prior to the COVID pandemic. Um, The major cloud providers have excellent security, but it is best practice to ensure that your data is resilient and redundant in order to protect against a hacker holding your data for ransom from wherever it sits. So we've seen this across not just large entities, but also small municipalities and even county school systems here in the local area. So, Jessica, the incoming administration obviously has a mountain of top priorities. Why should advancing data management practices be one of them? And what should be the most critical focus areas in the Biden administration's first 100 days in office? Well, a solid data management strategy really is like a budget in that taking the time to become aware of the assets you have, in this case, information, And planning how to use them ultimately results in more success down the road, whether that's better decision making, more efficient processes or something else. And one top priority for the Biden administration should be more initiatives that help to further increase the federal workforce's data literacy, which is something that would benefit every single agency, large or small, no matter what their mission is. Because while tools are certainly important, it's also important to have the people who know how to maximize those resources. And of course, given that the government is still grappling with the solar winds breach, I would also add and piggybacking off of what Kristen was just talking about, that data protection and data security should also be a top priority. And of course, uh, cybersecurity is a separate discussion, but with agencies trying to stay one step ahead of adversaries, you know, it's really important that they continue to ensure, as Kristen was just saying, that their data is not compromised. Well, that's a great point. Kristen, where can the administration make the greatest impact or most visible progress in advancing how agencies actually use and manage the government's data going forward? Well, as you said, Wyatt, the federal data strategy laid out a really good plan, provided a lot of useful steps and guidance for agencies to follow to implement their own data management strategies. Honestly, what the agencies need now is the funds to upgrade their technology and equipment to implement that data strategy. During the campaign, we saw President-elect Biden announce plans to spend $2 trillion on various types of infrastructure investment in a wide range of sectors. And to me, this suggested a good shared priority for the administration and Congress, where a package could actually advance, perhaps even in the first 100 days. So we would like to see this include funding for the technology to support that infrastructure, as well as to support upgrading the hard infrastructure itself. This is something that we have seen as a strong need at the state level in the last few years, especially that technology is a key piece of the infrastructure, but it's one for which funding is not always available. Uh, In addition, I think the administration could really support the agencies by helping to clarify its expectations for utilizing emerging technologies like artificial intelligence. The opportunities provided by AI across the federal government team seem to be almost unbounded. And a lot of agencies have been told to just go do AI, but they don't really know in many cases what this means. And more importantly, they don't know maybe how to do this securely and in a manner that prevents bias and abuse. 
So it would be nice to see the Biden administration provide some guidance to agencies that goes deeper into the how, as well as funding to ensure the security and trustworthiness of the data to be utilized. Well, my next question is geared to both of you. Pandemic has indeed opened a lot of people's eyes about what's possible with emerging technologies and also where agencies remain somewhat hamstrung with legacy technologies. Where do you see emerging technologies making the biggest payoffs for agencies and for improving citizen services? Jessica, maybe you could take that one first. Yeah, so definitely in automating low-level tasks and helping employees with their jobs. And of course, um, many agencies across the government are dabbling in this already. For example, uh, the VA and Treasury are both experimenting with implementing chatbots and other automated and AI-driven technologies in their call centers to uh, better assist customers. And I also think there is a significant benefit in applying uh, artificial intelligence to data analytics in order to glean even greater insights that do ultimately benefit the public. And this is another thing that we're seeing agencies kind of dipping their toes into right now, for example, at HHS with data around the COVID-19 crisis, but it's certainly something that is applicable to a wide variety of missions across the federal government. And Kristen, where do you see emerging technologies potentially making the biggest payoffs? Well, following up on AI, as I mentioned, the agencies have been told in many ways through congressional legislation, executive orders to go, quote, do AI. And as I said earlier, agencies don't really know what this means, and they don't have, in many cases, the infrastructure to actually do it. So I kind of like to think of the AI stool having three legs. This is my simple way to describe it. You've been one leg, you've got computing, like our partners NVIDIA provide. Another leg, you have networking to access and move the data around. And the third, and I would argue the most important leg of the stool is the data itself. So simply put, agencies can't do AI without data, without secure, robust, trusted, and unbiased data in the first place. So agencies' data management strategy is the critical foundation to having the capability and are executing on these types of emerging technologies. I think a good example, and Jessica raises the COVID example in HHS, we've worked with AstraZeneca and looking at their COVID research and producing their vaccine. They have partnered with Oxford University, and they're actually now already deploying their vaccine this quickly into the UK, which is great because it's really needed there right now, especially. Having the right data management infrastructure in place allowed them to collate data across their four public cloud providers and federate this data with private sector partners and public research institutes as well, which was critical to getting this vaccine out as quickly as they did. I think, as I would describe in nerdy data speak, they were able to move their workloads back and forth smoothly from the private cloud to a public cloud quickly and seamlessly. And this type of data fabric technology that allows this transition and flexibility for accessing, analyzing, moving the data around, for them, was a really essential component of their data management strategy and allowed them to be successful in getting that vaccine out as quickly as they did. I think this type of technology would similarly be key to enabling agencies to make the most of and customize use of their own data, whether it's in the cloud, on-prem, or some sort of hybrid solution for their particular mission, whether it's AI, extremely time-sensitive needs like COVID vaccine research, or even law enforcement during situations like we saw last week here in D.C., well, I know it's hard to make predictions, especially in the current environment that the federal agencies are facing. But what's one thing you'd most hope to see federal agencies accomplish at the end of the new administration's first 100 days in terms of data management? Uh, Jessica? 
I would hope that agencies have a strong sense of where they want their environments to be and continue moving in that direction. Kristen has made the really excellent point throughout our discussion today that agencies can't just go and do things like AI and data management without having that foundation in place of that environment that can support those activities first. So having that modern, scalable architecture in place opens up all of those options for those things that we discussed today that enhance innovation and service delivery. And I definitely think tech modernization is something that is going to be a priority under the Biden administration. Uh, I know the news was just released that the Biden team is potentially looking at allocating up to $9 billion to the technology modernization funds. So that's definitely something that modernization of infrastructure, I think, is definitely something that's achievable and definitely something that I think we are going to see as a priority under the new administration. And uh, Kristen, your thoughts of what you'd like to see the administration hopefully accomplish in the next 100 days? Well, 100 days is not a lot of time, but I'm hopeful agencies will take this time as the administration transitions and starts to ramp up to really, as Jessica and I have both been saying consistently here, to really think more strategically about their data strategies, viewing the data as a strategic asset, and then determining how best to utilize that asset for the mission that they have is really the first step. So for agencies to take the time to step back a little bit and consider this as they continue to build out their infrastructure would I think really be a great use of that first 100 days. I'm, I'm a very results-oriented person. So to me, the first question out of the box is what is the mission? What are we trying to achieve? And then how best do we get there? In this case, utilizing that strategic asset that is your data to achieve that mission. And then you turn to figuring out how do you build the right infrastructure for that purpose, modernizing it, building to it, complementing what you have, whatever those steps might be. Fortunately, the federal data strategy certainly gives them a good roadmap to be using through this first 100 days. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today, though. Jessica Parks and Kristen Verderami, thanks so much for joining us to talk about what we might want to look for in the Biden administration's first 100 days regarding the productive use and management of federal data. Thank you very much, Wyatt. It was a pleasure to be here. Yes, thanks so much for the opportunity. And thanks to NetApp and IMIX Group for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.